You are listening to Abstract Thought, a podcast discussing ways to navigate the business of art, how to develop your own visual language as an artist, and how to navigate the complex modern era as a creative. I'm your host, Nick Abstract, and without further ado, let's dive right in. First off, I'd like to say thank you guys for the patience. I haven't released a podcast in a little while. I've been super duper busy with a couple projects here and there, um, interior projects, exterior projects. Even though it's been December, which is typically my slower month, um, I've been super duper duper busy with a whole lot of different stuff. So I apologize for not releasing a couple podcasts sooner, but now that I'm back into a little bit of a, a more frequent schedule, I'll be, I'll be able to do more podcasts for you. Um, the last two murals that I did, well, one was a, a relatively large mural and the other one was kind of some interior signage work. Um, um, both of those went pretty well. It was pretty chilly outside in the middle of December, but, um, you know, I've painted in the cold before I've, I've painted quite a bit of graffiti in the snow. So it's not something out of, out of my, my ordinary yearly schedule, I suppose. Um, it was good this time to finally kind of get paid to paint in the cold. <laughs> so yeah. Um, the first topic I'm going to dive into, I had a couple people send me some direct messages through Instagram and just ask me a couple different questions. So I've, I've listed a few out and I'm just kind of, I'm going to expand upon them just a little bit. Um, what is the difference day to day between being an artist full-time or having a full-time job, whether that be a corporate job or, or what have you, and then list some pros and cons of both. Um, it's a good question, I think. Um, I would say, the, obviously, the, the more secure job would be that steady day job. You know, you have guaranteed work pretty much every day. You have, you know, you have benefits. You have all kinds of different things that, that stack up that end up saving you money in the long run. And I guess if you're, you know, fiscally wanting to be very careful and just, you know, pay the bills and make sure every single week or every two weeks you get paid or every month you get paid, having a day job definitely can, can minimize a lot of the anxiety and can make it to where you don't have to worry about when money's coming in. It's not something you have to be anxious over. Um, being an artist full-time, at least currently for myself, it does breed a little bit of anxiety. There is a little bit of worry a little bit of uncertainty as to, okay, where's the next paycheck going to come from? It seems like there's a lot of different jobs that are constantly moving at different, different stages of the process. And it's kind of strange because as an artist, at least from my experience, I'll have a project that I'm really working a lot on and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be, this will be the job that'll pay out pretty decently and, and, and it'll, it'll tie me over for, for a little while. And this, you, you kind of put all your eggs in, in one basket in a way where you're like, okay, this is the job that I really want to go through. This is the one that seems the most legit, seems like everything's going to pan out and it's going to go pretty smoothly. But oddly enough, a lot of times the actual jobs that do go through are the ones that you didn't really put all your attention towards, but um, you know, maybe the client ended up surprising, surprising you, or you had certain expectations that, you know, they, they be, your expectations began to not exactly be as accurate for that client. And the client comes through and 
you know, the job that you think, oh, the client probably is going to kick this can down the road for a while and we're not going to approve anything. You never know. Two days later, you could get that email that says, hey, we're ready to start on this project next Tuesday. So if you're down to do that, let's make it happen. So all of this is just to say, as an artist, you never really know when that next paycheck is coming. You never know which job is going to line up in which order. So it can become pretty difficult to plan. Um, I was super duper fortunate this year that my my winter was actually action packed with a lot of painting, a lot of a lot of different jobs that I had going on. So very 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 fortunate that that was that way because I recall last year, which was my first winter as a full time artist. I mean, I had nothing coming on. I I had no jobs really lined up. I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants and. I ended up letting go a whole lot of paintings and canvases that I did for a pretty cheap price too, uh, just to be able to put food on the table and uh, be able to keep the lights on. In fact, I think there was a couple days last year where um, I don't think I was able to pay my electrical bill or, or, or something. It was like I was waiting on a check and I don't know, long story short, I, I had no power for two days. Um, until I was able to forward the funds from a previous job to keep my lights on. So, yeah, I mean, it, I've had some tough times, and um, I'm sure it's not going to be the last of tough times that I have as an artist, especially with COVID-19 and all the different stuff that's happened this year. Um, I have a lot of hope for next year, but I'm not relying on, oh, 2021 is going to be this wonderful new thing just because it's an extra number at the end of the year like I don't think anything's really going to be different um, I hope there's a little bit more optimism out there for some people and I hope regardless of the difficult situation we're all in right now I hope we're able to still do cool stuff still invest a little bit in our culture and still invest and make cool things happen um, because people need cool things right now and regardless of shuffling money and whatnot around for cool jobs to happen. I think as artists, if I could speak to other artists like myself, I would just like to say and try to keep this in mind for my own self that it's going to become really important in the next couple of years, years that us artists can do as much as we can with as little as we have. So if you have a family member or someone who has a building or they have a wall reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I'm down to donate some effort to do a mural here for pretty much a low cost if I can make something nice happen for the community or, or see what people you can partner with and make things happen in terms of, you know, how to do a large group show or a pop-up gallery or just try to think of ways that you're not just going to sit around waiting for money to fall from the sky. Find a way to create that value for yourself because, as an artist, we already need to know our own value and, you know, we can always shout at the, at the mountaintop, what we think our worth is worth. But if we can create those avenues and create that worth for, for our artwork itself, I think that'll go a long way because so much of art and design and, and, and so much these days is just all on Instagram and it's for free. And I think that's awesome. It's really, really inspirational to be able to click on Instagram or go on Twitter or go on YouTube and see everything that everyone's doing and see all this amazing stuff. Um, but I'm coming to a place as of recently where, um, and I guess Instagram as of lately, they're 
privacy policies have been getting a little bit hairy, but they've kind of been like that for a while, honestly. Um, But a lot of people are thinking, hey, you know, what am I getting out of Instagram? I think there's a lot of people who are hesitant to continue using it, um, or they're a little bit weary as to the future of Instagram. I recall back in 2012, 2013, when Instagram first kind of was coming around and, and creating quite a bit of steam, Instagram didn't have advertisements. It didn't have the algorithms. Every post that was posted was just, you know, when the person posted it is when it showed up. And, uh, you know, it wasn't like things were being curated and, and echo chambers were being built for people on Instagram to just continue seeing stuff that they already look at and, and thus further having a, you know, a rabbit hole of, of information that they have. Um, all this is just to say, I think it's going to be important in the next year for us artists to find ways that don't rely on social media, don't rely on the internet so much, and try to find ways to create that value for our artwork on our own and, you know, find a way to do something different. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of hindsight in that. Um, the next question I got was, what would you define as the job title of an artist? which is a pretty tough question because there's many different types of artists. There's, you know, I mean, you a chef is an artist, technically, a, a culinary artist. You've also got dancers, performers, painters, musicians. I mean, there's such a wide array of being an artist. But I guess being a visual artist, whether that be a mural artist, a painter, a, uh, a digital artist, you know, what have you, I think the best way to define it would be explaining some of the roles and responsibilities. And and these can also extend past just being a visual artist. Um, I think as an artist, your, your responsibilities are communication. Um, You need to be able to communicate what you're thinking and what you're feeling and, you know, what your outlook on things is through, through, through your own artwork in a way that's digestible for, um, for other people. And, if, if you do want to paint or do artwork that isn't really that digestible, and if that actually is your purpose, then I guess by all means do that. And maybe this is a little bit of the designer in me, but I feel like finding how you communicate to different people is extremely important as an artist. Um, and I think that's kind of your role as an artist, is you need to be able to take things in the abstract or take things in the, the nuanced and find a way to either simplify or provide some sort of visual commentary that can expand people's perspective past just kind of their everyday monotonous um, existence, I guess. Because, you know, a lot of people are just... And and this goes back to kind of one of my favorite things about painting murals. Um, And and the mural that I just finished recently, I painted this huge cardinal that's probably... I would like to say maybe 12 or so feet tall, not a massive cardinal, but anyways, there's a pretty decent sized cardinal that's like right on the side of the street on a one way. And, um, you know, there's lots of people that after work, they hop in their car, they head home, they sit in traffic at this stoplight for a period of time. And they're either listening to a podcast or they're, they're doing whatever, just trying to kind of zonk out and then eventually get home to start the remainder of their day with their kids or with their family. And for a brief moment, when they're stopped in traffic, I hope that my mural and my artwork can, for a brief moment, kind of snap people from their everyday 
you know, okay, now I need to do this. Okay, step two is done. I need to move to step three. After step three, I need to drive. I need to get on the interstate. Like, I just hope that a mural can, or I hope that my artwork can, for a brief moment, have people take pause for a second and acknowledge, whoa, that wall was white last week. Or was it? I don't know. Has that mural always been there? Is that a mural I've seen before? I don't know. Is that well, whatever it is, I like the red on it, or I like the green background, or I think that tree looks really cool, or, or what have you. You know, just being able to have a brief pause in somebody's day is really important to me, because those are the types of moments that inspire me. When when I am going through my everyday mumbo-jumbo, regular things I'm doing, I don't even know if mumbo-jumbo is the right word for that, but anyways... You know, when I'm in my day and and something gives me pause and I say, dang, has that building always been there? Or if I'm driving on a new road, I'm like, I don't think I've seen that building from this angle before. That actually looks really, really dope. That, whoa, that's crazy. That, that huge glass window pane is like way bigger than I remember it being. And like the way the sun bounced, like those moments that give you some kind of knocks you back in a way that lets you appreciate your your current surrounding and where you're at. Those are really inspirational to me. So I hope in that regard that my artwork can provide a brief moment of inspiration to somebody else. And with this cardinal mural in particular, I think it's one of the first murals I've painted where the entire time I was doing it and, and even after I was finishing things up, I think just painting nature has a certain connection with people because you're painting something that they recognize. I mean, a cardinal is the Indiana state bird, I believe. And so you've got lots of people who already know that. And so they see a cardinal. It's something that's familiar. They see a certain sense of elegance and beauty and being able to see something painted large that usually they see just in small photographs. So it's, it, it, it was pretty well received. I think the mural and, um, that's cool. It's awesome to see that and hear that and be able to have that connection with people. But I still know in the back of my head that, you know, painting birds and whatnot and painting nature, that stuff I can do. I can accomplish that relatively decently, but I don't necessarily enjoy that too much. I mean, I can do it, but I think doing my abstract designs and my geometric patterns and shapes and and dealing a lot in in lighting and color theory and that type of stuff with my abstract work, I definitely have a stronger connection with with doing those works. And I think that my city in particular needs those types of works to push art in our city to new levels. Um, And I think our city will grow and I think our community will grow from seeing new things that they hadn't seen before. So, you know, the fact that doing a naturistic mural. I don't even know if that's a word, but I suppose doing a mural like that's cool and great and everything, but I still want to continue pushing my visual language and and my visual narrative that I've developed over the years and uh, still find a way to do that type of work. So there's a lot of different things in the work for me to still do my abstract stuff, but nonetheless, it's cool to be able to have that connection with people. And whether it's an abstract mural or whatnot, it's cool to use that um, that job title to try to communicate and uh, know that as an artist, you have a responsibility to be able to inspire others. And that's, that's a huge, that's a huge kind of burden to carry is 
being able to inspire people. (laughs) Meanwhile, with everything people see on TV and movies, all kinds of stuff, a mural that you paint or a canvas that you paint or let's say a meal that you make or a dance performance you put together, that can have a lasting impact on people. And that's super duper important. And knowing that you have that much control and that much ability to potentially alter someone's life is really, really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, that's kind of, I guess in, in a long form answer, what it's like to kind of be an artist. That's what the, the roles and responsibilities are. Um, another that I think sometimes gets muddied is a lot of times people view artists as, you know, chaotic, unorganized, and a bit anxious, and their studio is a complete mess and a complete disaster. I try personally to treat uh, my art as a business and treat myself as a business owner, and I think that's helped propel me to actually landing some relatively decent-sized jobs that otherwise, if I was pretty unorganized and and didn't really have things sorted out business-wise, I would have struggled to um, lock down some of those jobs. Um, Going back to artist responsibilities, I think another element that's super crucial to this is knowing how to communicate your vision with the world. So as an artist, you see things through your own experience and through your own perspective. And from from my own personal perspective, I see things in this weird geometric, abstract, bright colors, sharp lines sort of lens. So, you know, I'm kind of asking myself questions like, what would the world be like if all cities had murals that spoke a similar language as the architecture in the city or you know what would that blank wall look like with a splash of yellow and a splash of blue behind that with you know maybe some orange or something you know what would this building look like or what would this street corner look like and you're always trying as an artist or as a creative whether you're in mural arts painting like canvases or whatever you know artistic medium you're in you know, it's it's good to ask yourself, what would the world be like if I could continue doing this and scale this up? You know, how, how I'm presenting my work and how I'm crafting this enjoyable experience for other people, how can I share my vision of the world with other people? Um, so trying to immerse yourself for a while in this world um, and with my my opinion, trying to do it in a sharp and kind of angular and this intense cubist sort of lane, sharing my view with the world is super duper fun. So in a way, you're kind of meeting new people. And in the words of Brian Eno, who's one of my favorite composers, he's, he speaks about his music in a way that's like, you know, here is a little world that you haven't really experienced before. So experience it for a little while and see what it's like. Um, so there's there's ways we, we want to always be experimenting with, with other worlds and see what it's like to be in different worlds. Um, you know, when you watch a movie, you're tapping into another world. I mean, when you watch the movie Inception, you're completely tapping into another world. And as of recently, my girlfriend and I have been watching all the Star Wars movies from the first, which technically are like the fifth or something in the series. And you know, each Star Wars movie really shows and, and paints a picture of 
what it would be like to live in the future and what it would be like to have space travel. And you really get to consider and put yourself in the shoes of these characters that are living in this weird, this weird world that doesn't really exist right now. Um, so I think human beings always want to choose and experience some sort of cognitive dissonance that they can, you know, this sort of upsets the complacency that we, that we always have in our regular day in our regular situations. You know, that's why we listen to music. That's why we watch movies because, you know, our, our regular world's already pretty bizarre and there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but it's still so easy to get slipped into the monotony and, and the complacency of everything else. So as an artist, you have that responsibility to pull people from that, pull people from the complacency and, and the templates of the modern world and try to inspire people and try to do something positive. You know, when you have that voice of ins inspiration and being able to help people and help people see new things, what are you going to do with that power? Are you going to inspire people? Are you going to bum people out? You know, what you do with it is what you do with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's just something I've been wanting to ponder on and, and chat about for a little bit. And uh, I guess I'm going to keep this podcast pretty simple this time, pretty short. Um, I haven't done one in a little while, so I guess that's a little bit of a little bit of rambling on my part. I hope you guys all had a really good Christmas, a really good holiday. Um, and we're about to dive into the new year here in a couple days. So I hope this podcast is, is a good preparation for 2021. And I hope... I hope we can all keep things moving, keep things progressing and keep everybody keep everybody safe, healthy and and still doing their thing. Um, I'm going to be out trying to do my thing and if you can any photos of your artwork or anything you'd like to send to me, I would be super hyped to take a look. Um, one thing that I think is kind of missing at least with Instagram culture and whatnot is critiques. Uh, when I was in art school, we had lots and lots and lots of critiques. Some of them were Pretty brutal, pretty brutal, but those brutal critiques ended up helping myself and I think a lot of other artists in my class quite a bit because you're getting pretty direct feedback on, on the communication of your work, how it's received, and you're getting a lot of eyes and minds on your work. So even if, if you want to direct message me some artwork or if you'd like for me to take a look at some artworks and maybe put them up on my website and say, okay, today in this podcast we're going to be discussing you know, painting X that I found that was really interesting, um, and I'll express my opinions on it or whatever, let me know. If you want me to talk about one of your paintings, send it my way, and I'd love to, you know, look it over, uh, you know, offer my opinion, who knows. Uh, but all this being said, I mean, this is abstract thought number four, still pretty early in, so if there's any subject you'd like for me to touch on, if there's anything you'd like for me to expand on and uh, chat about, or, it, you know, even if there's elements of this podcast, you're like, dang, dude, like Nick is annoying the living crap out of me talking about this subject. I really don't enjoy hearing about this subject and wish he would talk about something else. Let me know, dude. I'm not going to be upset. And if anything, treat this podcast almost like, you know, an open invitation for a critique. Let's let's make this podcast as best as it can be. And let's find a way to get each other to communicate and interact with this in a way that we, we can all mutually benefit from. So, yeah, without further ado, this is the end of abstract thought number four. Have a great day, guys. Peace.